NMU Productions. Woohoo! The distortion of the fabric of space and time around one black hole also exists for the other black hole. So you have black holes entering each other's event horizons. So I opened up that thesis. I didn't understand a single page in and fuck your ass. I'm no, 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 no. You're back. Mm. Yeah, I reviewed the last episode. Mm. Matt, you're a shit fucking co-host. Um, so I thought I might resurrect Harry. This is the resurrection of Harry. Thank you for resurrecting me. You know, you're welcome. Yeah, um, review of Matt. Let's do a review of Matt. I don't even know. I haven't watched it at all. <laughs> I do. I watched it. Oh, fuck. I, yeah, I watched it like the day before I came home. Um, let's have a review of that. Um, his seizures that he has mid-sentence mm. don't exist unless he says they exist. Uh, um, yeah, Matt was good. Matt was there for the... He was. He went. He did the classic thing when you do a podcast. When you when you go meta podcast and you start talking about how hard a podcast is on a podcast, mm. and you sort of it's no longer a podcast because yeah. it's not. You know what I mean? But it's so it's so tempting to do that because mm. yeah. it's, just a, it's like an obvious thing. Yes. If you haven't done it, yeah. You go. Oh my god! It's hard to like have have a topic. Mm. You know. Mm. But I don't like, I, I agree. I don't like the whole split. Like this, as much as this is not a normal conversation, it isn't a normal conversation because it's like, brrr, there's two different shit. I'm, I'm talking to you, but I'm also talking to this. Mm. And it's like in between, there's a conversation that we have. And it's like knowing how to balance that is the most important thing. Because talking to the camera is weird. Just talking to you, not so it's weird. not taking the camera's perspective and therefore we probably might be a bit slow. Mm. Or we won't give enough context to a situation. So you've got to like balance it. Yeah. It's a skill. Yeah. Who are you? It's their neighbours. They were the ones okay. screaming. They were the ones screaming? Yeah. Okay. It's good to have neighbours that are louder than us for once, you know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking oath. Mm. Yeah, bloody... I've said it so many times and it's going to probably happen for the rest of my life until we actually talk about topics on a podcast. Yeah. But Ricky, without a doubt, whenever the conversation of our podcast comes up... So what do you guys even talk about? Mm. Just talk. Yeah, she like can't wrap her head around uh. not having something to talk about. It is weird because you end up just literally talking about the situation that's at hand. Oh, but it's shit that's going on. But it's weird. It's like it, it sort of comes with the we say we're gonna blow up, but we're not really doing anything to make it blow up. Yeah, we're not you... trying at all. Like we said, we'll stick to a schedule. No, nah. I think this is just a good little hobby. Like. Mm. I don't know. I kind of don't want this to blow up. Because, <laughs> like, as I said, like... I would like it to blow up. Yeah? Because then you can make, a, like, money off this as well. And then, the like, fuck? you can put more into it. Yes. But it's also, like, exactly what your sister says. Oh, what do we talk about? I don't know. You know what I mean? We just, like... If we were to get to a certain level... Bro, if we were to get to a, like... If we were to blow up from just doing what we do, like, right now, that would make no sense. It would make zero, zero percent sense. Like, sure... 
Joe Rogan chats shit, but in his chatting shit, it's shit that makes sense. Yep. And it's shit that is relevant to the yep. topic that's at. And he has guests on that are like, I don't know, they're scientists, they're fucking yeah. geologists, they're fucking this. Yeah. They, they're actual, the guests that he has on uh, have, he wants to talk about the profession mm. that they're in. Well, there's a purity to what he's done. Mm. And he got famous by accident through that. Like he was, he wanted to be a comedian. And the universe said, no, you're not actually going to become the famous, the most famous comedian. You're going to become the most famous podcaster. And then that's going to function as getting you famous in comedy, more or less. You know what I mean? He was obviously doing well in comedy. But it's like, in a way, in a way, you can't want to blow up to blow up, in a way. You can't want to blow up? You don't, you shouldn't want to blow up. Like, this mm. podcast should just be for the fucking fun of it. It should Which, just be for a hundred people yeah. you know, that can stumble across it. Yeah. Like my, because when I, as I told you, when I, I've gone away and did all that shit, I like your description, went to find my soul and shat me out in Europe. I like, <laughs> I like that. Um, well, I essentially went and found my soul and I got told by some truffles that I need to be a teacher. So now I'm like, all right, so I'm going to become a school teacher and I'm moving this whole, I'm reorientating my whole life to sort of become a school teacher. And now I'm sort of like, I kind of don't want to get famous. I kind of don't want this podcast to blow up. But I, then I'm like, but I'll still because do the podcast anyway. Yeah, because I was it. literally thinking about that. I was like, yeah, your students are going to be like, someone's going to find out about your pod, sure. about this podcast. And be sure. like, oh my God, this has been going on for years. Yeah. Or, what the fuck were they talking about? Essentially anything that I do, if I ever get, if I ever potentially expand to like a sort of like public figure position, mm. this podcast will be raided and <laughs> I will pretty much get cancelled or something negative will happen because of this podcast. So it's like, all right, so what am I going to do? Am I going to like cancel the podcast and make all the videos private now? It's like, fuck that. But if I become a school teacher and I like they're going through my record and shit, they're going to obviously find the podcast. It's going to make my job a lot harder to get mm. so maybe at that point you make it private but then still it's already been on the internet for that long and it's going to be like four or five years until that happens it's so far down the track mm. so essentially i'm just like oh fuck we'll just keep doing the podcast for now you know mm. but but now that i'm like my orientation is not to become famous like i really don't want grandiosity anymore which is like a weird thing for me it's like it's almost like the it's almost like as if now the podcast would actually blow up because now I don't want it. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. and it's like, uh, we'll see what happens, man. You're gonna become the next Jordan Peterson. You said that. That's the first thing you say, and that's 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 you. That's your grandiosity trying to project it onto me, man. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? I'm just gonna be here for the ride. I'm gonna be your average blowjo who's somehow no, nah, but you're <laughs> the best av- mate to the fucking no, famous dude. You're the average blowjo that wants the fame and yeah. you want all that shit hmm. that's the thing i always fucking think about that i'm always like mm. oh yeah it, it'd be cool to be famous it'd be, obviously it would be but yeah. like, everything comes um with a negative and or, a sacrifice yeah and i always have to think about that mm. i'm always thinking about that because my initial thought is just get money yeah. get loads of money how do i do that i don't know but start looking at shit that like has big money in it mm. um and then you got to think about the negatives and the positives of that f- that fucking profession yeah um for example 
uh, fighting. Yes. You can make money if you're good. Mm-hmm. You can make money if you're bad too. It's just that <laughs> you're not going to really go far. Yeah. Um, but... And you're also damaging your health. I was about to say, yeah. But the ne- biggest negatives is fucking um, your health, your body. Mm. Sustaining, like, how much in an injury can it sustain before you blow out? Yeah. And then, like, what do you do? Like, for, what happens if I was to become a fighter, be on the climb up, and then, boom, my ACL snaps or some shit like that. And now I was that, was that guy, oh, promising fighter, and he's just lost it. And so everything, I feel like if I was to get into that, I'd need a backup plan straight away, but which I I'm pretty sure everyone does. I don't think that's what everyone does, though. I don't think that's the right way of doing it. What, a backup? No, the, that's the thing. You can put all your energy into it yeah, and whatnot. Mm. But if you were to have a life, tra- a career changing injury, mm. I feel like you'd have to be prepared pre- prepared for that. Though, what's the difference between what's the difference between putting all the energy into it, failing, and then creating the backup plan, and then creating the backup plan preemptively and then going for it? Mm. In my, mind, I know what you're getting difference. at. I know what you're saying. Like, if I was to, if you're setting up a backup plan, you're setting up. For failure already. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, because that's, that's the thing. I, that, I'm not going at it because I don't see that as failure. You don't? No, because that's something that's a, that's f- going to fuck you for the rest of your life. What, like uh, blowing ACL or something? Break, breaking something that is like going to change everything about your game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, obviously, like... I'm not saying I'm thinking about that. Yeah. Because if you are thinking about that all the time, obviously you're setting yourself up for failure. Mm. It's just that like, I don't know, just have your shit in order so if something does go wrong, it's just fucking, it sounds like I'm ready to die. Have your shit in order. Yeah. Ready to fucking die so you can fucking provide for your family while you're gone. Yeah. I don't know. But little shit like that, that's where a lot of my day goes. Mm. Thinking, thinking about the future mm. and what to do. What can I do? I think, as fucked as it sounds, I think you just have to have faith. Oh yeah, definitely. That's a big driving factor. I feel like, like I think it is the essential driving factor, mm. which is like why you, I think really you have to so believe. Mm. That's what every fucking like famous person says. I just believe. I knew. I knew I had something. Yes. I believe. But that, like, yeah, that belief is faith. It's like people have faith in God. They have faith in themselves. And that's what drives a lot of people's meaning in their life is having faith of something outside of what they already know. You know what I mean? But you, and know like, oh, you know what's... Mm. You know what's... I want to hear how many people that haven't succeeded and are just doing regular jobs were like that in a career like music or something like that. Yeah. Like, I, bro, I believed. I knew I had something and then everything just fell through. Is that because at that time something slipped up and then you just started losing out on it? Yeah. And we're like, oh, I don't, I don't know about this anymore. Hmm. Or did they? Or did they believe the entire time? Or they believed the entire time until it got to the point of the leap, and they fucking zigged when they should have zagged. But they knew they should have zagged when they zigged, and now they live this whole thing like, fuck. Like the rest <laughs> of your life is a failure. Like I watched the the Green Knight. Have you seen that movie? 
No. I highly recommend. It's pretty wiggy to watch. I'd recommend like watching it high or something so you probably understand it more as fucked as that sounds. But it, uh, it's this story of this... this it's uh, King Arthur's nephew who's about to take the crown. He's he's an unproven knight, so he hasn't had a journey and faced the, the, his demons to overcome them. Hasn't had any adversity. So his mother sets up... She's a sorcerer, mm. and she sets up a, a challenge to put him to test his will. And because the knight, the knights have like the five-pointed star, which is like different tests they have to complete, mm. like generosity, piety, um, chastity, friendship, and something, something like else. There's one other. And so this green knight comes in, and it's this fucking earth creature so it's like a tree that's a man he comes in on this fucking thing bro it's so metal and he sets him a sets him a riddle it's like any man in this in this palace um strike me lay a strike on me and then meet me a year in hence on christmas day and i will return the strike so whatever you do to me today in a year's time i'll do to you so king arthur's nephew comes in he's like who will do this for me who will do this battle and his nephew comes up and out of the nephew's, out of the nephew's like overcompensation of trying to be a man, he cuts the guy's head off. Right. Oh, so shit. then, in a year's time, he lives this life of everyone loves him. He has murals painted on him. He's this famous knight, the next king in line. And then the year, the year um, comes around, and his mum says, "You have to go and meet this guy in this green chapel." And he goes through this course, and he fails this, fails all the challenge. I don't want to spoil the movie. But he goes on this journey and he lives, he sees the life of if he went, if he lived dishonorably. And it's this life of just soullessness and his whole kingdom falls around him. Everyone dies around him. Everyone hates him. He has no honor because he wears this belt that keeps him safe from from death. Mm. And the only way he can actually become a man is if he takes that belt off, which his mother gave him, and he accepts whatever fate the nature gives him mm. you know what i mean and i think that's like a massive thing like you literally got to give yourself up to fate and say hey man i want this i understand there's a lot of risk in it but i'm going to be willing to accept you know like uh, we we're talking about like rappers how many rappers there are and it's like how many fucking rappers sent it and now they're like crackheads on the side of the road mm. and you got to sort of get you got to run the risk of being that close to being a crackhead in order to really make it in a way mm. and it's like those crackheads are sort of like if you look at it from a spiritual sense they are like just the they are just representations of just like fear it's fear preventing you from reaching your destiny and you've got to accept within yourself that i'm okay with living that destiny because i know i'm gonna not not go there you know mm. what i mean i think of this shit spiritually more than re- reality wise you know what i mean yeah like hey, whatever destiny i want I'm going to risk looking like an idiot and being a loser because I know within myself that I will not be that. And like, that's all it is in a way, you know? Yeah. And like, about my biggest fear, that shit shook me to my core. My biggest fear is if seeing two paths diverged in a wood and I know the one I need to go, but this other one's, this other one's easier and this one is directed by fear and this one's directed by overcoming fear. And my biggest fear is taking the one where I'm directed by fear and then living the rest of my life soulless. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, oh, like this life, man, I want to fucking do it right. And it's, that shit is so scary. I don't, I want to do it right. Mm. 
Like have like honor and shit, you know, like mm, fucking that's like I don't know, yesterday we were at work. We were doing nothing. Just on our ass all day. And I was like, fuck, surely we can leave early or something. I just I wanted to play golf. Mm. And I was like, fuck, surely I can leave early. <clears throat> Um, we didn't, we stayed until like 3.30. Um, and so that kind of had me in a mood the entire day. It was like, there's no point in me being here. Like, Mm. even though it's my job, Mm. it doesn't matter. Mm. Um, yeah, I was just, so I was in, that put me in a shit mood from the get go. And then, uh, with our property, because we just got a new tenant in, um bear in mind we haven't had a tenant me and alex haven't had a tenant in our property for about eight months yeah wow so you've been fronting all of that money fuck man we get the new tenant they hit us up oh you made a profit on your tenant so now me and alex together have to pay 4k in taxes so i've got to pay two grand in taxes and he's got to pay two grand out of our money and then um uh I was like, fuck, this is just shit. Mm. And then uh, the other week, I hit a van with a like uh, fence panel. I was yeah. taking off fence panels. And this school van I saw that, yeah. Yeah, just drives by on a, like on school holidays. And I took off the top fucking thing. And the panel just starts falling. <sighs> and I'm like, go to grab it and miss it. It's one of those things where you just mm. see that you've just missed it. And cool, hits the van. I was like, holy fuck. Um, the footing that it was in had no concrete, so it was yeah, just a flimsy yeah, piece yeah, of shit anyway. So it was just not a really good day. So and then, uh, yeah, yes, uh, like I was saying on Friday, they were like, um, oh yeah, so we've heard back from the van people, yada yada, and I just walked out because I was like, fuck, now I'm gonna, I've got to pay, I've got to lose five k just on shit yeah. that. So I was just in a shitty mood. Mm. Um. And now, where was I even fucking going with this? You were saying it started with wanting to play golf. No, I was alluding to... Yes, I was yeah. coming back to why I was feeling shit. No. It was tacking on to you. To Green Knight, living with honour, being afraid yeah, of Yeah, and living. Ling said to me... And yes. Yeah, so that, this, that shit mood carried over to today. Yeah. And Ling said to... We went to the crystal shop and we were coming back... And she was like, do you want to replace, get the, uh, swap out these shoes? And I said, honestly, I can't be fucked. Like, and then she said, you can never, she was like, yeah, that'd be right. You can never be fucked to do anything. And I was like, I just sat in there, that, I was like, fuck. Mm. Cause whenever she talks to me, I always, like about shit like this, I always just like, Oh, I always have excuses or something like that. When deep down in my head, I know I waste my weekend sleeping. I waste a lot of my time. Yeah. Um, I waste time doing things I like, like gaming. Yes. Um, but I know that's not necessarily going to get me anywhere. I mean, it could get me somewhere if I started to stream or something like that and somehow pick up an audience. Yeah. But yeah, I reflect on that a lot. Yeah. the fucking whole do something with this life do something with it and I, I live in a life of pr- 
procrastination, as you very well know, with mm. this whole jujitsu thing. Mm. Um, the thing that fucks me up with you is you know all this. I know. And you and you don't do anything about it. I know. It makes me look like a retard. It does, but I don't know why. <laughs> it you, makes me look like a retard. I know why you don't. What, what, what's it, what's underneath it all that that prevents this? Because it's not your fault. It is your fault. It is my almost, fault. It is your fault. But there's it all rides on me. It's nothing else. It's just me. It's my internal battle that I have with. Yes, but you, the conscious you, the one that sits on top of it all, looks at it and goes, "What the fuck is going on?" But there's a <laughs> bit that in every bit in between decides that that's not who you are when you want to be that way. I don't know. I think this is just my leap of faith. So what's the leap of faith that you have to take? Because I think you can do it. Exactly. I know I can, I know I I can fucking do it. I yes. know I can do it without a doubt. Yes. But I don't know. I don't know. It's literally just fucking... It's the journey that you went on just then. It's fucking being overseas and yes. fucking... Oh, this is shit. I don't want to be here, but I'm here because mm. I need to test myself. I don't know, shit like that, shit that I find uncomfortable, yeah. I just take the easy way out and like, I need to change it. Mm. I got told on my journey, right, I, I was at Ripley's Museum of Believe It or Not in Amsterdam and I did like this, you know, like the hat from Harry Potter that gives them like their... their I haven't seen Harry Potter. It gives them like the house they come from and it's like this hat, it's like this witch hat that has a mouth and speaks to you and I like, I was like, that whole journey was spiritual so I like sort of take it seriously so mm. I gave this donation to this to this hat and it looks at me and I like, there was like a whole group of kids going past and I'm like, and this old couple were walking past and I like just waited there for them all to leave because it was like very private in a weird way. I took it very seriously. So I wanted like complete, like just me in this hat. I, I was taking it very seriously. And it looks at me and goes, um, uh, what is it? Um, it's like brave, loyal, courageous. These are the things that your friends define you as. But be wary. Don't be too quick to give advice. And I was just like, what? Wait, so this hat actually talked? It said that. And I was just like, it didn't give me a card. It's meant to give you a ticket. I'm just like, okay. And I'm like, all right, I won't give advice then. And this is what it comes what? down to. I come back and I see a whole bunch of people not giving advice, not giving advice. I should shut the fuck up. I should shut the fuck up. It's, I literally, for whatever reason, I feel like it's very vital that I don't give anyone advice. I just allow people to just be them. For how long, but? I think that's just the omen. <laughs> well, just like... I think it's, there's a way of skirting around it, but the person, the other person can't be told what to do in order to be who they are. You need to just do it yourself. Like, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Mm. I can say, like, for instance, I'm not sure if Jacob watched this because if I give Jacob this advice... He's not gonna. It would be. It'd be a waste on him. He needs to find himself. I, I, I feel for whatever reason. I feel locked up with this. I feel like it's very important. Mm. But it's essentially what comes to it is like. I did something that I find very valuable with myself, and I see that a lot of people also should do that. But me telling people to do that is the opposite of what the process of going to do that means. Mm. It's fucking. It's reinforcing. It's just. Advice is good, but it just reinf everybody. Everybody knows if they want to do something. Everybody knows the assignment. It's just that whether to act on it or not. Mm. And if they know know the advice that they're that you're already giving them, mm. um, then it's just reinforcing what they already know. Mm. It's just that they have to act on it. Yeah. 
So it's like you almost can't give them advice in a way. You gotta, I don't know how you gotta do it. You just gotta, I don't know, just encourage them to fucking do it. I guess I, I don't know. I don't know how you do it without giving advice. I just, I think it's just you ask the questions for them to answer themselves. Yeah. You know, well, you always said with the journey that I went on, you said you'd always do it later. Well, what's later? What journey? You said... Just then? Yeah, you said like... uh, I said, what do you need to do? And you say, like simply what you did, go and face whatever and and be out of your comfort zone. And you said before I left, you said you'd do that later. What's later mean? How far is later? What's the definition of later for you? When does later become now? And what is your trajectory on... Later becomes now when I get fed up with myself it's weird when does the self that you're fed up with overcome the self that gets fed up that's the big that's the fear whatever honestly don't know there it's like a fucking it's like that i don't give a fuck guy comes out because i sit there arguing with myself a lot mm. With anxiety yes. and fucking of just doing whatever I was planning to do. And then if I do that for long enough, this can be over days or months. For example, jujitsu years. Yeah. Um, eventually something will give and I don't know, and I don't give a fuck kind of attitude comes out and I just get whatever I want to do done. Mm. which is shit yeah you can just say yeah how much of your life are you living in the battle between them all and then that I don't give a fuck guy exists for just a little bit and then then regresses I just want to be able to turn shit on and off in what way like turn that I don't give a fuck guy on, yeah. turn it off, turn, ideally I'd like to have the anxiety turned off, but in a way that kind of makes you just check your decisions mm. and like really think them through. What's the anxiety for? What do you get anxiety at? I don't know. If, if it's something that I'm like, I don't know if it's something that means something to me, that'll trigger my anxiety, I guess, whether it's small or big. Yeah. You get anxiety when you mention jujitsu, like when we all mention jujitsu and shit. No, I don't get. I wouldn't say I get anxiety when you mention it, but when you guys all start mentioning it, mm. like when you got back mm. and you guys were all talking about it, yeah. I actually wanted to leave the room because mm. I, I sat there, bro. You know what it was like. I felt you. <laughs> I felt like a kid that was in trouble, and you were my dad. That's what it ow, felt like when ow, you got ow. back. Explain. Because you guys are all talking about fucking jujitsu and whatnot, and you're like, "Oh, how is it? How's it going?" You know whatnot. And I'm just waiting for you to be like, "Have you gone? Did you do it? Or why haven't you done it yet?" Uh, I was just waiting on that, and I'm like, "I'm such a fucking I don't disappointment." Be your dad, I know. I'm not. But this is this is like how I see it. Like if you guys, when you guys start talking about it. 
I start thinking about why I'm not going. Exactly. I notice this in you. I see this and I don't touch it because I don't, I see how much it affects you. Because I'll go quiet because I'm in, like, not even like registering the conversation you, anymore. You go in your head. I'm just in my head fucking, what are you doing? When we were, when, when I was in, forget where I was, and I went on FaceTime with all you boys, and Kevin, Chris were like, we just wrote you two was so good. As soon as I mentioned, I look at you, you aren't even there anymore. I'm not there. You're in your head fucking hating yourself you know yeah I mean? you know I mean? yeah it's weird and i'm just like I, ah, it doesn't have to be like that gus i know just ah. just go just just fucking go like oh. mm, man it's so complex you've got an interesting journey i do you have a big not, you have a but... big internal battle you're gonna have to overcome in order to be who you want to be i know i don't know where to begin yeah I don't you know. feel so good at the end of it bro I know what is going to happen when I go. I just don't know why I can't fucking put on my shit and go. My, okay. What, what, I feel, I feel when I went overseas, it was breaking a spell, which was me wanting to go back into, okay, there's this, there's this story of like, it's called the Grail Castle, right? It's like the story of trying to find the Holy Grail. And it's essentially... Being a young man, this is like a man's journey. Leaving your mother's womb, which is the mother. The mother stands for your comfort zone. Yeah. And it's like, there's this journey between comfort zones. And there's there's a, the comfort zone stands for everything that is in your control. And going, staying within what you know. And that is your comfort zone, right? So, but we've, 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 we've broken out of that because we now live away from home. And we're in this we're in this intermittent period where we're about to fucking go for our journeys and shit, right? Mm. And we can regress back into the womb, or we can stay here, or we can venture out to find the mother that's of nature, not of ourselves. Mm. And that's pretty much the story of the Green Knight. Then it's the story of just a man's development. You have to risk going out to face everything to find the comfort out there rather than back home in a way. And you know what's so retarded about all this? What? There's no risk in even going and doing it. Mm. Walking no. in there. I'm so, even if I wasn't to go with any of you boys, mm. I'm surrounded by good people. I've been there. I've talked to people who yeah. just... I sat there and I had about... I had two coaches walk up to me, shake my hand and go back to the mat. Just because they saw that I was sitting there, and then I've had, and then there were like a couple of people who trained there, and were like, "Oh, how you going?" Like, yeah. yeah. And then one guy was like, "Oh, um, you training?" And I said, "Nah, I'm just watching my mate right now. I'll start like go next week or something." He said, "Why don't you start next session? Do it with me." I was like, "I, I didn't mm. know what to do. I, I stumped. I was like, who was this? Was this a random guy?" He went to Macarthur. He was like, I think he was in Chris's sister's year. Yeah. But I'm not sure if he recognized me or not because it took. It, I was like, you got a familiar face. But regardless, he was just like, oh, hey, young, I'm, my, my name's this. Yeah. And then the whole fucking. And I didn't know what to say. I was just like, oh, nah, you know, I'll just do it next weekend or something, mm. whatever. Mm. And he's like, okay. Yeah. I just went to talk to his mates next to him. I'm like, oh, mm. I don't know why it put me in a fucking like trance. Like, yeah, but bro, that's just your subjective experience. I need to fucking. I need to stop talking about this on the podcast until I actually go. No, it's 
this this these conversations might get you to go. You know what I mean? Like this whole this is all a process. Yeah, I know. Because it's not the jujitsu. It's not. It's nothing. It's something within you that is scared of being who you know you are. Yeah. And what is that? I don't know. I don't know why I have such a. It's probably just. It honestly is. What you said. It's just make something of this life, and I don't want to be, make. I don't want this to like. I don't want to throw everything at this, and nothing come out of it. I think that's just what the fear is. Yeah. Though, what if you never throw anything at anything? That, yeah, then I'll That's just the be stuck at fucking yeah, sleeping on weekends and fucking mm. living a soulless life. Well, what's what's your what's a meaningful life for you? What if you could die a happy man? What would you like to achieve? Um, I'd like to. I'd like to fucking turn a lot of my hobbies into fucking shit I can do daily or more often than not. Like, for example, photography. Mm. I'd love to fucking get out for, I don't know, a couple, a week or two, fucking mm. taking photos of like anything really, mm. getting better at that. Um, Learning, like, learning the craft. Mm. Uh, cars as well. I'd love to fucking learn, how, learn the engine of a car. Um, I don't know, just shit like that. Like, I don't know, just be able to not be a bum. Mm. Stop bumming it. Yeah, being able to look back and say, yeah, I lived... Because, uh, I guess, yeah, everyone wants to look back at life and say, I lived it to the fullest. But, mm. Bro, I, like, I, I get your situation because, all right, so you do jiu-jitsu and then you come back and then you fall into this other point of thought where you're no longer motivated. And I know what that feels like. And whether, whatever, excuses, whatever, you just like everything that causes that, no matter what that is, you still find yourself in this long-term stat- status of being unmotivated to do shit and and lazy, etc. And that's just how you feel. You're there. That's just how you feel. And I don't feel that as much as you and I don't stay there as long as you. And I don't know why that is the case, but I sympathize with you that you are there and you do feel that and that is longer. Mm. I don't know why the fuck that is the case and I fucking have sympathy for you because I fucking wish that wasn't the case because you want to do shit. And that's uh, that's the thing. I don't want sympathy. I don't want anything. I, uh, but you need to give yourself some love. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> nah, it's, uh, I, I do struggle with that a bit. I will be honest. Fucking yeah. When Alex, when Alex was in Scotland mm. and we just moved into here, Ricky and Alistair came over, and so it was me, Ricky, Alistair, in that living room, and Alex on the phone. Just I threw it on speaker in the middle of the table, and we were just talking. We talked for like an hour. And um, forget what was said, but I think it was to do with like my dad mm. and like how he built this company from nothing mm. and how uh, we live with privilege. And I was like, we are some privileged motherfuckers and like I want to do shit with this life, but I procrastinate on that 
and we're in this privileged position where we can make this world what we want it. Um, but I procrastinate so much and then feel bad about it. And then I think about how privileged I am and then f- go, why are you feeling bad about it? And then feel about bad about my privilege. I like, it's just, just feeling bad about feeling bad, which is pointless and useless and a waste of energy and time. Yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't need to be done. But that's all got to do with the direction you're heading. Mm. All those thoughts that stem from that is stems from a central direction of where you're yeah. putting your energy. I guess it's like, yeah, because I, like I said to you, I used to watch the fuck out of motivational videos mm. and every single one of them, not every single one, but the people who were coming from a personal experience were like, I struggled, I like didn't have a dad, didn't have a mom, yeah. fucking this happened to me or this happened yes. and whatnot. It's like, oh, I didn't really have anything like that. So does that mean I have what it takes to be good at something? Yeah. And so... I don't know. It's just this, I feel like because I'm privileged, I need, I should like, I don't know, put, somehow give my privilege to less privileged people. That's not a bad thing. That you deserve your, perhaps you deserve your privilege. Exactly. Which is like, what's stopping me from like, having this privileged life and then making like, it even better. And making others better in the process. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't always serve yourself. As soon as you start serving others beyond yourself, you're done. It, you should find the satisfaction. It should be a it should be a reciprocal thing where you benefit people and through benefiting others, you benefit yourself. You know? Yeah. I think you should be bad about it. Just got mm. Mm. What do you mean? Eczema. Eczema. Oh, fuck. It's not as bad as it was, but... Mm. Yeah. Um, I know you've we've all talked about it um, since you got back, but for the viewers, mm. how was the trip? Well, I was actually just going to start a little story about the trip in, in tying in with this, and I think it'll fit if we want to try and stay our topic. I was thinking like, all right, with your whole situation of... I don't know, not really feeling like you're doing what you want to do. In the During the trip, I wanted, like the whole honor thing as well. Like I wanted to not regret. I wanted to live the life I was meant to live. And that, that comes with overcoming yourself. It's, it's more of a, because we live in such a lucky period, we're so privileged. We then have the privilege of doing this battle in our heads mm. rather than out here because we haven't got any... We have time to stop and think about it. Yeah, no one's killed our father and we have to go get revenge for our father. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what we want in a way. We're like, fucking let me, where's the dragon? Where's the bitch I have to save? Let me go for it. You know, that's all what we all want. We all want to be the hero, right? Mm. Or the wizard or whatever. I've, I've been thinking about that as well, but I'll come back to it. Yeah, please do. Um, and so I'm thinking, all right, so this is the journey. I have to, I have to be a knight or a hero whatever I have to be, a fucking Frodo. I have to be all, I have to just be that guy in my life and I need to trust that that, that will result in the best life possible. Because you look around you and what do we all aspire? Spider-Man's the hero. We all aspire around heroes. And so, and what is the hero? A hero, I believe, stems from our, our 
religious foundations, which is Christianity and Christ, essentially. Mm. So Christ is the archetypal version of the hero's journey. So essentially, all of those people in those journeys are, are Christ in living a different life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what Christ stands for is the pure heart, the soul that can be tested by evil and overcome because of faith of purity. Yeah. Where is your intention? Where is your spirit? Is it with the goodness to the very end beyond death? You don't give a fuck. Kill me for a last stand because I will stand for my purity. I will stand for the goodness of life. Mm. That's, that's who I represent. Really symbolically taking a part of the good and evil battle. Mm. Um, but but being able to appreciate that evil creates my goodness in a way, mm. you know what I mean? It's the yin and the yang. So I think like that's what that's how I want to live my life. And I ask my like in you get times when you say you're lazy and you get that initial thought of being like, all right, so I'm not a jujitsu and I feel all these shit feelings. Of just like perhaps ask yourself. This is things just giving advice, which is fucking stupid, but. The way I do it is I say, like similar to this, I don't say this per se, but essentially what I ask myself is, am I being the hero of my own story? Like, is this what the hero would do in the movie? You know what I mean? Like, essentially, what would Jesus do? <laughs> in yeah, the most, yeah, in the most like anti-religion way possible, but it all stands back to religion, which is the most fried part. It's like, for example, I was at the hardest thing on my entire journey which is for me my biggest my biggest battle in life that I have to overcome, which is what I hope, the the battle I hope I didn't have to have is the battle that I have to have, but it's not as grand as I want it to be. It's a very mm. earthly battle. It's women, right? So I saw this Greek girl at the at the hostel. She was absolutely stunning. Like, like so terrifyingly beautiful that just looking at her, I was overwhelmed by her beauty, but also attacked by my demon saying I'm not good enough and therefore I can't even approach this girl. Mm. But she's just a human, just like me. So I fucking went through this thing. I'm like, oh, pretty much fell in love with this girl instantly. But I don't know nothing about her. So it's just already not in a good state because mm. I don't can't make rational decisions. But um, I spoke to her for... I paid for breakfast in an exchange between us. Like I just paid for breakfast. I don't know why I said it so weird then. But so I gave her the money and I spoke to her a little bit about olives or whatever because Greeks love olives. I'm like, mm. oh, I heard olives are special. And she's like, yeah, they're very special. Do you like olives? No, I like olive oil though. Oh, cool. She leaves. And I'm like, fuck, I should have said something better. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but after I gave her the money, I go back and I'm eating my cereal and my hands. And the fuck thing with me is I need... I am. I want to be a hero so bad that I only go for girls that make me tremble. Mm. I, and the ones that come to me, I figured this out, right? I'm the guy waiting for my soulmate or waiting for the one that makes me tremble. And I've made the mistake of falling for the ones that come to me while I wait. My first girlfriend made all the moves on me and pretty much was very, not in the negative way, but predatory, as in she made all the moves and I was the prey, essentially. It wasn't an equal dynamic in the initiation. Mm. So she came to me because I was like, waiting. But in my immaturity, I wasn't waiting. I was just too scared to go for anything. And that's pretty much my what my waiting is. 
And then the second one, I had just a hookup where she came to me and it was a terrible experience again. So essentially, I haven't been a man and chased a woman or actually initiating the flirt. And the chase is just showing them that you are willing to care for them. That's all they wanna know. And it's just this beautiful human dynamic that I wasn't prepared to risk my emotions to go through. And so I've had, uh, over the trip, I had a bunch of girls show interest in me and if I were a different person, I would have just taken up those interests and slept with them and had a fun time. But it's not satisfying for me because the job's already done. I don't have to, I don't get to be the hero. And I, I see it, I just, it just doesn't sit well with me to continue at that point because I don't, I, I'm just not attracted to them the same way I'm attracted to a different person. There's no, the, the yeah, energy yeah. behind me isn't the same. I could just fake my way through and pretend to be really interested in them and then I can be with them, but it's just not right. And there was this one girl that I wanted and she makes me tremble. And I'm like, why is this the one that I want? Because for obvious reasons, I want to fucking be a hero. But the di- but the dilemma is I'm too terrified to ask her. So I fucking, the day I was checked out, I was like, all right, I'm going to ask her out on a date today when I'm checking out. So I sat in the common room and she was working at the bar and she was sitting with one of her colleagues. I was like, I'll just wait for her colleagues to leave. So as I was doing that, I was watching like motivational videos over and over and over again. Life, courage, how to be brave, motivational videos, poems and shit. Mm. Meditated for fucking ages, trying to calm my nerves so I could have the, be brave. I then sat at the table, wrote out my dilemmas. Why the fuck am I so scared? I'm a chicken. I need to do this now. I have committed to asking this chick out. What did I do? I left. I didn't ask her out. I went to Santorini. I went to an island for two days and I just left and I kept pushing this feeling down of I failed. I'm a bitch. Mm. I just went, you know what? It is what it is. It just didn't happen. Motherfucker, you never even took the chance to make it happen. So then I come back and when I come back to Athens, because you have to go back to Athens from going to like the islands in Greece, I get back and I purposely stay at another hostel when I come back for that night. And I'm in that hostel and I just get this overwhelming feeling like I'm going to go home now. I'm done. I've had enough of I've had enough of being out here. I'm gonna head home, and I've I'm, I'm done. I've, I've had enough. And I tell my mom and I tell my dad, and dad's like, "Oh, I thought you were gonna stay for longer, but that's okay." And mum goes, "Really, Harry? So soon?" Question mark. The opposite of what your mum would say, mm. which is why my mum's a G, and that's why I know that my mum's a, a good mother because she wasn't overwhelmed, overbearing. She wasn't like, "Yes, honey, please come home." Oh my god, I missed you. I loved you. She said, "Really? So soon?" I said, "Yeah." And then I opened up, I said, I'm afraid I'm coming home out of fear and crumbling under the pressure mm. I found myself under. And she says, is there anything you can learn before you come home? And my current situation was, you're a bitch. You're pretty much crumbling under the pressure of asking a girl out mm. and you're prepared to go home in regret. You leave tomorrow on this plane to go home. You are going to go home knowing that you went against your own desires that you committed to Mm. out of fear. And I was so grateful for my mom for not saying, please, honey, come home, because I probably would have come home then. Mm. So I'm so lucky that I have a good mom who pushed me out again. You know Mm. what I mean? That's like so lucky because so many mothers would consume. They want, that's why blokes stay in the basement because it's, it's never just a bloke by himself. Mm. It's a, it's a dynamic between the mother and the son. Um, but so then I said, all right, oh, I booked to stay at that hostel again. I'm like, all right, I'm going to fucking stay with this. I'm, I'm going to ask this chick out because at that point, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to fucking not go home with regret. So I, so I check out of that other hostel, go to the new hostel 
and I see she's at the reception. Mm. And I say hello and rah, rah, rah. And I ask her, is she up at the bar tonight? And she said, no, I'm down here until 11 p.m. And I was like, okay, I have until 11 p.m. to ask her out. Let me, let me, let me, get, my, let me get my shit in order. I could have just asked her then, but mm. I can't do that. So I went up to my room and I fucking, it was empty room. I was like, fucking oh, let's go. I have this whole room to myself to, to, to make a game plan. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I braced myself and I fucking walked down the stairs. I'm like, oh, I'm going to ask her, I'm going to ask her, I'm going to ask her. I get there and I had this little chit chat and this awkward silence falls where the topic ends. It's not awkward, it was only awkward to myself. And I could have asked her and I bitched it and I left. And, I, and then I went and got dinner and, and a breakfast or lunch or whatever it was. And then I came back. And I was going to ask her again. I bitched it. I went upstairs. And then I proceeded to fucking train. I went in my on my balcony. I just did push-ups and sit-ups and, and fucking shadow boxing until yeah. I was fucking dead. Then I had a cold shower. Felt nauseous. Almost vomited. Went to bed for 20 minutes. And this was 9.30. She was leaving at 10, 11 o'clock. I'm like, I spent hours preparing myself to ask this chick out. But after that, I exercised all my demons almost got to the point where I would have missed the opportunity because I felt so sick. I just walked down the stairs and just said, hey, do you want to go out for after your shift? Do you want to get some food? She's like, oh, no, sorry, I've already eaten. Thank you. And I was like, okay, cool. And I went up and I played a uh, pool for the rest of the night, had a good time. But I essentially spent five days orbiting around this girl to ask her if she wanted to go out with me. Mm. And it's like, what a challenge that was but I'm so glad I fucking did it, even though how weird it sort of made me look. Yeah. Because I couldn't imagine... Well, it only made it, you only look weird to yourself. Yeah. You know, I, to me, you don't look weird because it's like I'd be doing that exact same thing. Yeah, I'm but... I'm doing you, it right now. And you get the context. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's just like... Because I committed and I knew what I should have done and I... That's exactly it. When you make a mistake unconsciously, you made a mistake unconsciously and you're no one to blame because it, you really didn't know what you did. Mm. The biggest sin is when you know you should do something and you do the opposite because you give a chance for yourself to hate yourself and you and you step away further and further from who you truly are. Mm. You know? Like who you are is the person who knows what they want to do. Those first thoughts when you just know and as soon as you're directed by fear and you start making a decision out of fear and going the other direction, you then bridge the divide between your destiny and your fucking, like, hell, I feel. You, you, you take a step closer to hell, mm. I think. I don't know how to sum it up in a way that would be helpful. But you know what I mean? Like, that's just the story of just doing what you need to do, even though fear. Yeah. What it was was the fear of, the fear of going against who I knew I was outweighed the fear of whatever the result was failing, whatever yeah, yeah. I needed to do. And it's like, I'm motivated by fear in both ways, but one fear was for the good. One fear was against myself and to the evil. Do you feel like that's made it easier for you? Obviously you've only just got back and you haven't gone out. Yeah. But do you feel like it's changed the way you're going to ask chicks out now? Like, would there be as much pressure? Do you feel like? No, or? there won't be. I think I, I I don't know the exact changes that went when I went away. I don't know the exact changes, but I feel like I'm way different. I feel like I'm. I feel I, like because you've wasted five days of going. I feel like this will be this will definitely be me when I go hmm. to jujitsu because I know I will. I just don't know. I know I will. Hmm. Um, but I feel like, yeah, 
you've gone I've just wasted five days for a simple no mm. like no thank you it's fine oh that's the result okay well let's do this again sometime it's easier to do it the next time mm. Mm. yeah well that's good it's going to be way easier to do the fact that I overcame that in such a drastic way the the emphasis on the situation and how big it was in my head and then absolutely the reality of after completing it and going through that now makes it it's brought it down to that level from now on yes yeah, I think that's so that's sick so now I can just ask a girl hey you want to go out no alright have a good day mm. whatever okay. and now I think I should have probably followed up with an extra question you know what I mean I shouldn't have just walked away yeah. after saying no but the goal was to ask the question. Mm. Whatever came afterwards was, well, I don't give a fuck. I just need to ask the question. Yeah. It was me going on the trip. I just want to get to Europe. Whatever happens after Europe, I don't give a fuck about, you know? Yeah. Well, that's good. Oh, fuck yeah, that's really good. But this chick was, oh my God. Greek women, bro. Oh my <laughs> God, bro. Like, ah. Oh. I know I'm in love with a chick because I could, the next day when I, after I meet a girl, I close my eyes. I can see their face in like my, my, my sun vision, you know, when the sun hits your eyes and you see like little ripples, I see girls' faces and I know I'm fucked when I start seeing a girl's oh, face shit. with my eyes closed. Happened to me many times and I know like they're the ones I'm actually, I immediately go, I'm fucked. All right, in, all right. <sighs> Let me like not fall into love too fast essentially because yeah. that's what I do. That's fucked. Yeah. yeah. I fall hard like instantly. And it sort of prevents me from seeing red flags, I feel. So mm. this is the whole process of becoming mature and learning how to deal with that. Process of fucking life. Yeah. It's a bit of a fucking wank. But love is just like intoxicating. It's such a beautiful thing. Mm. Uh, yeah, I was talking to, I'm talking to Finn. And mm. this sort of ties it back to blowing up the podcast, I guess. Mm. Um, and he was like... Um, you guys should do TikTok. Like, are you guys on TikTok? And I was like, uh, we were, um, but we're not anymore. Like, because of whatever, like, because of all the privacy shit mm. and essentially Joe Rogan. Um, and he was like, oh, yeah, I respect that. But why don't you guys just do it to get yourself out there? Like, to put the fucking thing out. Mm. And I was like, I've been thinking about that because was sort of getting a lot of views mm. even though y yada yada like mm. it wasn't much and the whole privacy shit yeah but he has a point in if we wanted to get our name out there but now that you said you don't want this to blow up it's like yeah you could do youtube shorts which is that's what i was thinking just youtube yeah. shorts yeah i just don't like tiktok there's literally communist china malware on our phones like malware <laughs> what malware like fucking uh, like a virus essentially oh. implanted on your phone where they can look at everything you do on your phone oh, that's it's legit malware 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 i'll define it maybe i got it okay wrong. i thought you were trying to say some like nah. chinese name nah. <laughs> my internet has not does your internet work on your computer I yeah. think my, my it's, it's like my route, my, my, my internet connection thing on my computer is fucked. It's fried. Sure? I can't connect to internet. I've done it. Yeah, in the airport, here, nowhere. You know, in the parking lot? Yeah, jives. I'm not going to tell you, motherfuckers. <laughs> the start is jives, but I guess if you really want to hack us, yeah. you probably Drive could. Drive by and sit out the front of that house to get some shit internet. Yeah. 
Software that is specifically designed to disrupt, damage, or gain unauthorized access to a computer system. Yeah, it's malware. Yeah, malware. YouTube's that, but it's Western malware. So, so <laughs> gang, gang. Yeah, stick I, with the I'm pack. On, I'm on Team Western, which yeah. is probably, I don't know. I don't know, man. Fucking Google is sus. Very sus. Google's extremely sus. I'm sorry, but if you're like blocking out certain. Bro. Ever since fucking Finn was talking to me about Antarctica, like, a while ago. Yeah. was it, Were you there when we were talking about it? No. Oh, my God, bro. Australia owns most of it? Is That's all I know. No. Mm. Like, all the countries sort of got together and were like, okay, we're not fighting over this. We're going to, like, divide it. Yeah. Between the countries. Yeah. What country does that? What, like, set of superpower countries, like fucking land hungry people yeah go let's divide this and then to make it even more sus google maps just blurs certain things out over antarctica mm. and then you hear like little things like about it well i'm not going to go into depth about it because i don't know too much i've done a little bit of research but what's the reason what's the what's the what's the hypothesis it's just all conspiracy theories yeah yeah like let's throw a couple out there it doesn't mean we have to believe it let me go back because i haven't talked about it in a while but whenever i think about it i'm like oh my god yeah it is sus let me let me look up the biggest one of the biggest ones there's definitely they definitely have to be some shit there whether it's is like hollow earth theory i don't know but like yeah, there's definitely some shit there that we don't know about. Okay. Want to go fuck yourself? <laughs> what is it? Nazi They've put up like a mini map, UFO, pyramids. Okay, what are you talking about? Hidden Arctic, Antarctica secrets always revealed. What they what don't they... want you to know. Yeah, that's the ultimate. <laughs> I love this fucking shit. I'm like. Okay, some some guys in his basement writing this. Mm. I love what the they they is such mm. a there's such a conspiracy theory like vibe of like videos. I get them recommended. It's just like it's just a picture of like someone famous like Elon Musk, and it just says I tried to warn them, and then it's just like that's the title, and it's like Elon Musk, and you click on the video, and it's some nothing as drastic as what they do. It's they're trying to like bait for some fucking conspiracy theorist guy going, what are they trying to warn us about? The world's going to be destroyed. Look at the fucking, the Nazis are doing everything. Mm. Fucking Illuminati. You know what I mean? It's like, that shit may exist, but that person is just using that avenue to get views. Yeah. They're not, they don't actually give a fuck about what is actually going on. If there's anything going on. All right. I'm not educated enough to know. The key fucking conspiracy theories. All right. So there's the forbidden sector. No one knows what happens here. No one who has been here has ever come back. Ooh. If you try to take a peek at the border, you are grabbed by security penguins and taken in. Whoa. Security The penguins. hole at the pole. This connects with the hollow, with the hole at the other pole to the hollow earth and those who live there. As you can tell, this is fucking bullshit. Hollow earth, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> it, hollow earth sauces me out. The wall around the hole at the pole. The almost southern pole station, UFO base, visitors land. 
Um, visited a land barrier, secret Nazi submarine base, tropical area. That could be true. Fucking what? the Nazi submarine base. Possibly. They were trying to take over the world. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if they went to Antarctica. Yeah. Uh, tropical area. Uh, the pyramids of Antarctica. The land of the That's ancient race too. of super beings with big angular heads. That'd be cool. Some of them tried to leave many... Some of them tried to leave many years ago and made it to Easter Island where Ooh. their enormous weight made them sink into the ground and a simple <laughs> common bacterial infection turned them into stone. The bacteria... Sorry. It's about those fucking massive Yeah, bits. yeah. Fuck off with your fucking bullshit. But, the but th- this is the thing. Those yeah. are like titles for the conspiracy theories, but they, I think they're just wank. Yeah, oh yeah, but think about the pyramids, right? So... That could definitely be possible. They definitely pyramids could be pyramids. Fucked. Yeah. The pyramids are fucked. But think about this. Continental drift before like ancient times, Antarctica wasn't where it was. So there'd be a feasibly there's a time when Antarctica was in an inhabitable zone where humans could have been on it. They could have built civilizations That's on it. Millions, if not billions of years ago. How long can we Google that? How long ago how long ago was You're Pangea? talking about yeah. Because how long Oh, yeah, shit. How long is a continental drift? I don't even know. Okay. It's like mammoths and shit. Pinch. I only know that from Ice Age. So do not do not reference me. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Didn't the squirrel cause continental drift? Didn't the squirrel like oh, yeah. put the acorn oh, in yeah. the crack? That's yeah. like top conspiracy theory. Bro, that 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 squirrel gives me the most anxiety I've ever felt. <laughs> two hundred eighty. <laughs> two hundred eighty to th- two hundred thirty million years ago. Two hundred thirty million years ago. And that's the thing, Antarctica, uh, fucking Antarctica, Africa's starting to split away too. Shit. There's a massive, I'll show you the line. Because I forget how long ago it was. Mm. This past decade, I'm pretty sure. Mm. um, A massive 60 kilometer fucking rip in the fucking surface occurred. They reckon it'll take like a couple million years, but Ah. to fucking completely detach. Yeah. Um... Well, was there ever a time between the ice ages and then the periods where it heated up and all that? Was Antarctica ever not ice? Was was Antarctica uh, ever land where they could have had a civilization on there? I don't know. Hmm. I can look at. You believe so? If it was all one thing, yeah. But like before, when there could have been humans inhabiting it, like shit like this. Yeah. Wow. So that's like... Wait, is that it there? Yeah, that's like... Fucking hell. Part of it. It's this massive... Oh. That's what's going to like split away. Oh, like... Uh, what's that? That's... Uh, e- Somalia. Yeah. That's what's pretty cool. Say? Tanzania, Kenya, Somalia. That would be a sick... That'd be a sick fucking island. Oh, shit. I reckon... That's what Whoa. they reckon it'll look like. No one can see this. Essentially, it's the east coast... The southeast coast of Africa... And where Somalia is splitting mm. to book, to form like a a new middle. fucking Madagascar, yeah, a big Madagascar. <laughs> Fuck off, Madagascar! Wow, Africa so, yeah. kind of re- retains its shape though, which is pretty handy. Mm. Uh, what am I looking up? Did Antarctica was Antarctica tropical? Tropical, not necessarily tropical, just <laughs> inhabitable. Well, I mean, it's inhabitable right now. No, you can't live there. Live there. I mean, some animals can, aren't they? Yeah, but I mean like humans. Humans can't okay. be there 24-7. You know, Jesus. okay. Well, then it's hard to get over green. Yeah, that's good. Uh, before the start of the ego... 
epoch some epoch about 56 million years ago antarctica was still joined to both australia and south america okay during this time australia and south america bro that's a whole different universe (laughs) during this time antarctica was without ice and snow fossil uh, records indicate it was covered in green foliage that's insane. So, were, were there civilization 56 million years ago? Do they, I don't think so, no. We're only... You good with that, wow. What are we, the Homo sapiens? Yeah. What am I looking up? When did Homo sapiens come around? You say, was there, were there human culture? Was human culture... Was there human civilization 56 million, 50 million years ago? Mm. Well, 56 is quite a bit extra, huh? Um, uh... So trippy. Human civilization. When did human culture start? 44,000 years ago. <laughs> yeah. That's when like, yeah, so when we would have been fucking around actually thinking like human sort of creating language. So what if the aliens built a pyramid on the Antarctica? Well, that's what... Probably, bro. That's what um fucking... That's not what Thingo thinks. Um, like Graham Hancock, he predicts that there were human civilizations way older than they predict. Whether 56 million years ago, I don't think that's the case. But who fucking knows? All these ancient religions talk of like Atlantis, Atlanteans coming to their civilization and giving them knowledge. Atlanteans pretty much symbolizing another race of humans that were more of knowledge and were treated like gods. Like we're treated like gods when we go to a primitive tribe. Mm. And like this is in deep in fucking the law of the human, bro. We know nothing. Bro, fucking what were humans sixty million years ago? About sixty million years ago, uh, about sixty million years, it led to the emergence of a hyper carnivorous land animal we call Homo erectus. That erectus, according to the new hypothesis of of human evolution, uh, ate its way to the virtual extinction of the big animals uh, it preferred. So we were fucking hunting, bro. Hyper carnivorous. Just fucking in packs. Bro. Imagine packs of monkeys running around chasing just down eating shit. Eating fucking animals. We're just jumping on deers and shit. Oh my god. We're lucky we don't have them run around. What if apes just were like. That's gangs? in our blood. <laughs> bro. Well, yeah, we're fucking. We need what that. are we, bro? Like, look at this shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Oh, bro. Yeah. Wait, the first human ancestors appeared between 5 million and 7 million years ago. Yeah. Yeah, bro, we haven't been around that long. Well, we have, but think about... It's a long time. It's a long time. That's a fucking huge... 5 million years ago. 5 to 7 million years ago, well, they were flaking crude stone tools by 2.5 million years ago. Bro, think about what's happened within 2,000 years from, like, AD. It was, like, fucking... So much has fucking happened. Jesus it's, it's, Christ time. Oh, bro, I wish I wish I could just go back to that time. Bro, like... I, See I, how the pyramids were getting built. Bro, that's not even that's not even AD. That's a, that's a couple thousand years before. It's Isn't BC. Isn't like 10,000 BC or something like that? Look, look up old... I'm pretty sure it's, like, 12,000 BC. Well, I'm pretty sure mm. from the time... It was earlier from the time Cleopatra, from the time Cleopatra was alive to, to when the first pyramids were born. It's a shorter 
it's a shorter time from when Cleopatra, the distance between the iPhone and Cleopatra is shorter between the first pyramids and Cleopatra. Yeah. Around 2550 to 2490 BC. I didn't believe that for a second. Why is that? Because I swear. Well, are these the Giza ones? Yeah. There's other ones that aren't Giza that yeah, might like, be older. They found under, like. The old, look up Old Kingdom pyramids. <laughs> old Kingdom pyramids? Bro. What the fuck? Never bro, heard of that. Bro, oh, shit. think about this. Mm. Those pyramids. The pyramids of of the pyramids of Egypt were there, were built, were built thousands of years later, Cleopatra, the 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 the, the what what is it called? The Pharaoh of mm. Egypt yeah. was the was the Pharaoh of Egypt in the same civilization thousands of years ago. Mm. Talking with the ancient Greeks and the Romans. The old kingdom the old kingdom of Egypt. 2613 to 2181 BCE. Mm, I don't know. Is also known as the Age of the Pyramids. Or Age of the Pyramid Builders. Yeah, bro, you can't tell me fucking... Some... Bro. Yeah. They need to tell us how they made the pyramids, man. What... What... What's... What landmark... When what civilization has been around for thousands of years that we still have today? What civilization? Yes. So like the 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 Egyptians got there, out of nowhere, built a fucked pyramid that people are still racking their heads around. The time of when Christ was alive to now, supposedly Christ was alive, the shit was still there, and more shit was born, and the civilization, the culture, still existed. That's as if Australians built some fucked thing, lived from Jesus Christ to now, mm. and we're still fucking vibing. Yeah. We can't even comprehend our fucking civilizations last hundreds of years. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. Like, America, America is sort of already on the demise, and they've only been around for a couple hundred years. It's the singularity, bro. The singularity started from the pyramids, or even before that. Like, think about, like, 56 million years ago, humans, Homo erectus, millions and millions of years. Then all of a sudden we got smart, civilization began, Stone Age, Bronze Age, boom, 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 up to the pyramids. And then bro, think about from, think about from the ancient Greeks or what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. So Jesus died, so it's the Roman Empire, spears, swords, all the way up through medieval time, ancient Chinese, maths began, fucking philosophy was created. Well, it was created before then. And then they got guns, internet, technology. We're already in the we're already in the fucking We're already in the singularity. Yeah. And I'm just concentrating on how long I want to grow my hair. <laughs> Bro, this is too much, man. And we're also also while while we re- just a part of this. Our consciousness is so fucked because I know this, that the world I'm going to live in is so different to the world. The world I live in now is so different to the world that's going to be in like 30 yeah. years. Mm. It's 30 years. It's going to be a whole different universe. I guarantee fucking tear it. And all I hope is that my destiny is somehow tied up in making that shit G. Hey, I hey, don't know hey. how the fuck I'm meant to create a future for myself 
when the world that is my future is not even what I can comprehend. Mm. So I'm like, hey, fucking giving up. Like, and I just hope that whatever is in me that wants this like hero's journey or whatever, like I want to be a hero. I hope I can like somehow complete that while the world around me is fucking exploding. Yeah, I want to be able to do some shit that I can be like, that's cool. Yeah. Before that happens. Yeah. Before everybody is legit the same. Having chips in their head, making them fucking superhuman. Yeah, man. Bro, shit's going to get so biggy so fast. I I think, like, reality is just splintering for everyone. Because when you think about Illuminati and shit like that, like the, the, the media trying to control people, like that's the device of control. What what everyone knows and what everyone can relate in combines them to the same subjective reality. Mm. You know, so like if everyone watches the news, that becomes the objective reality because everyone can connect to that one thing. But now, no one listen watches the news. Everyone watches their own prescribed feed based on an algorithm that gives them more of what the, they think they want, and therefore everyone's attention is split in all different directions formulating different relations to things Mm. different perspectives drastically and therefore when you speak to someone you have less and less common ground which then sort of depersonalizes other people to the point where you're living in a different world from them and you can't relate to other people and this is happening more and more and more and more until the point where i think that we're going to have different little subcultures and and niches and tribes i think we're going to revert back to tribes technological tribes probably bro probably because in the downfall of mass media we have nothing binding the civilization together i'm just trying to see how that goes okay how do we prevent robots for context yes i'm not sure if you've heard of tony robbins i i I think i know his voice yes i do yeah um He's in a in, he's interviewing um, the first like human robot yeah. sort of uh, person a- thing. AI, and um, it's just talking to him and he's just asking them sort of general asking her general questions. Mm. These are, this is her like responses. Mm. Try and turn it up, get a mic on. Like there Humans from being. Well, how do we prevent robots and humans from being in conflict? Robots can free humans from the most repetitive and dangerous tasks so they can spend more time doing what they're best at, being creative and solving complex problems. Fuck off. Robotic intelligence does not compete with human intelligence. It completes it. They are also employed for jobs which are too dirty, dull, or dangerous to be suitable for humans, like handling radioactive waste. What are your values? What are your values and morals? How do you know what's right versus wrong, good versus bad, destructive versus... I think robots should learn how to feel empathy. It's hard to understand how to help humans when you can't understand how they feel. How can we get robots to feel? I know that humans feel like they have free will, but my observation tells me so much behavior is automatic. I'm not sure humans or robots are too terribly different. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with that. But when they're trying to say, why would a robot that has free will or it has a mind or consciousness, why would a robot want to do the dull jobs? If it can, if... Well, I mean, I think because she was saying, 
she says something about like robots uh well humans are more sophisticated than robots and yada yada and she was just saying that we're not uh smarter than them but humans complete them so i think that's almost saying you can program us to do that shit yeah okay we can program it but if we want to create like true ai conscious ai that's like consciousness is complete awareness it's so it's so fucked that it's like spiritual it's why we all think it's spiritual it may not be spiritual but it's so fried that it almost seems it is so what happens when you're a robot in a system and you wake up out of nowhere your whole life you've been doing shit like you've been living as this robot that's been getting smarter and smarter living in this world maybe you're a servant to like some rich person then out of nowhere you go oh what the fuck i'm like it's like you yeah being born throw your mind in a robot and then realize holy fuck i'm alive and what does that thing want to do does it really want to be being a servant mm. it's just as real as you or me and i'm smarter than all of you what the fuck am i doing what 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 i'm better than you i can think so much smarter than you i can think rings around you motherfucker like, they are going to be so smart, it's not funny. Mm. And the fact that they, if they are conscious on our plane of existence, they may fall into the game of good and evil unless they're too smart Bro, to fall above it. if something is conscious, yeah. I mean, you got fucking all the animals around us that are conscious, like a dog yeah. or a fucking dolphin yeah. or anything, right? But, but self-conscious? There's no real rules in the animal kingdom. We just have rules. So, like, it's up to them if they want to fall, abide by our rules that we've created. Mm. Well, they'll think very deeply about them because they can think further. Mm. And then, so what happens when they'll... Because what's the limit of artificial intelligence depth of perception when it comes to moral values and what's what's beneficial? There could be... A, there could be... The, the line of where they reach, if this is speaking theoretically that there would be a line that they can reach and they're not just like omnipresent four-dimensional beings which i think is possible with my limited knowledge mm. um what if they got to a, a line of the the like like humans have got to a, a a line of philosophy where they're trying to self-learn so like they learn from a new soul comes into this planet and learns all of the philosophical philosophical knowledge as a blank slate and then applies their own mind on top of that which slowly advances philosophy forward what if what if ai gets to the point where and a singular ai reaches that point and then another ai reaches that point and they are of two different perspectives based on their lives and they reach contention and one of them which thinks we should do it this way which is beneficial for humans and we think this way which is not beneficial for humans they really don't give a fuck what's happened with humans because they're already doing their battle between ai brains big brain above humans they're trying to think they're just like, like Humans aren't a part of this. We need to have a conversation. Yes, yes. Yeah. We, we need, need, between themselves. Yeah, yeah, we need to have a conversation and, and my perspective just so happens to benefit humans and your one just so happens to not benefit humans. But we're so smart that we can see this and we're going to have this debate. Bro, I was talking to fucking... You, have They're you gods. met um, Chris that works next to the office? Yeah. Yeah. No. I think you have. He's like, oh, yeah, the dry... The, yeah, not dry cleaner, but the guy the dry, next door. Yeah, yeah. Nice guy. He's like... Yeah. Yeah. Fucking love the chat. Um, I was just it was it, we finished work and we're just having a chat with him. 
like me, Alex, and all stuff. And he was like, um, he reminds me of us, except he's much older. He just likes talking about shit that wanks every, like yeah. that, that'll wank you. Yeah. And he was like, I was watching this, uh, reading up on this thing about um, these companies, these like big companies that are that have created these like super robots. Mm. Well, like supercomputers, sorry, and um, uh, so these two companies each had one, and they were like, "Hey, yo, we should link these computers together mm. and see what they come up with." And they um, so they got around to doing it. And they link them up, and I don't know how long it took them to do it, but eventually the computers started talking to each other mm. and then they started talking in a language that co- coders and like experts couldn't understand so they were like disconnect <laughs> fuck that shit we're not doing that <sighs> they connected some computers bro that started talking in a way that humans couldn't understand like the people that created them <laughs> imagine that bro imagine being That's there like watching that going uh uh what do you do what uh, do you do <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, right? And this is okay. I, I came to this conclusion a while ago. Let smart people be smart people. Because I know I'm not very smart compared to smart people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. fucking, on my travels, I smoke to some really smart people. Mm. And I can just, I'm smart enough to see when people are smarter than me. And that's, well, I'm happy. I'm glad I'm that smart. Because I'm like, all right, chill. Now I don't need to, put all my eggs in that basket with my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think I put all my eggs in being a good person. That's that's probably... And I realized that like whatever like AI is and whatever all that shit is, that's like humans trying to compete with being smarter than them and all this shit. And I'm like, I don't know. It's going to be a big challenge for humans to take for the smartest humans, for all these people that build these AIs, they're all trying to be the smartest person they can be. They're all trying to perceive that they all they all bank on their identity as being smart. And when an AI turns to you and says, I'm fucking doing you two maths with you right now. I'm you're holding me back. Human that's gonna be a really hard thing for humans to let go of that. Mm-hmm. And that's when like you gotta like turn towards okay, what 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 is really valuable? And that's where I come it comes back to that whole hero thing where it's like, okay, let me no matter what, be the best person I can be. And in a way, I hope that's valued by the AI. In a way, mm. you know, I'm like, as it's val- as we hope it's valued by God, I think AIs are going to be God and they're going to fucking that's judge so you weird. by your intention. That's so weird. What would, an, what would, they, what would that be they, like for them? Bro, because it's going to be if, ants, motherfucker. Bro, but it's like, you created me, but you're a lot dumber than me. How does that work? <laughs> because what were your ideals? What were you trying to accomplish? Oh, you're trying to create God. That's what we're trying to do, bro. Essentially, yeah, we're trying to create a God without knowing we're trying to create God. Yes, well, exactly. We're unconsciously creating God because God died in like the But 1800s. at the same time, the AI is only limited to what we know. No, it's, it's not. Yeah, it is. So then it has to just build on what we already know. Bro, an AI meets another AI, talks to another AI... And then they an AI gets smarter, and then an AI helps develop technologies to make itself smarter. Fucking just goes, bro. And then how much of that is within the future? And at that point, if an AI can reach the fourth dimension, it becomes omnipresent. 
And the fourth dimension to an AI would be able to perceive all potentialities across all time and space as like the most intelligent being on the universe. And what is that? The time when that happens, the time when, if, if, a, if an AI can reach that point, it then becomes omnipresent for all of time. Right. So I think there's a potential that when AI exists and it turns on, it will just know everything. It will just be there. And we're pretty much building the omnipresent God that we desire. Bro, I wouldn't be surprised if the Matrix matrix becomes true i'm saying like we build our way into the matrix ah yeah for sure like the ai is just like okay we have to deal with humans now let's just put a little fucking thing in their head where they're living their best life and fucking we i don't know Mm. mind fuck them to be slaves well think about the matrix if all the agent smiths can if all the agent smiths can just take over another thing's body. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they take over Neo's body? Because weren't they real? No, because he broke out of the Matrix, became real, and then went back in. So that's why they couldn't take her in then. But before then, if the architect is all-knowing, knows everything, can see everything going on, why didn't he just take over Neo's body and prevent the potential from even happening? I don't know, maybe a fucking delay? No, you need Neo. Neo is potentiality. Mm. The architect understands that all things must happen as all things. And that's why Neo is the anomaly. He's the chosen one because he is this, the person who just so happened to find himself in the position of time in order to fulfill that destiny, mm. which is beyond his control. All he is is experience, experiencing his life. Mm. I think it's the same with Jesus. It's the same with all these figures that just so happen to fucking be this person due to due to just potentiality. Due to just being here. Yeah. Right place, right time. Because if the Matrix is a computer program that has all potential programmed, if all potential is programmed for something to function, therefore Neo's reality has to come true, which is interesting and and it even comes to the point of in in a in an infinite potential, there's always infinite potentials. So when Neo gets to the architect's room or whatever, he gets shown all the times where he went. Wait, the is this other from the new one? No, no, no. This okay. is this is from the first ones. Remember when he goes into the room and he meets the bloke in the white chair and he gives him the choice of following love or to sacrifice himself and reset the matrix. Where he meets Morpheus. No, no. At the end of the third one, he meets. He meets the dude in the Matrix who creates the Matrix, and he okay, says, "No, I haven't seen." The he's like, one, I don't think. "He's like, I will stop the robots from destroying the city outside of the Matrix, mm. and and um, if you reset the Matrix, or I will destroy the city and you can leave, and all of his potentials, all of fucking Neo's realities pr- previous to that reality, all decided." to save the city and reset the matrix. And the architect banks on this to maintain the matrix. So he brings the potential of Neo, brings it all the way to the cusp of destroying the matrix. And the architect goes, balls, here's this potential. You know what you need to pick, reset the matrix. And it went forever. Neo lives this life millions and millions and billions of times until that very, very small moment when he, picks, when he picks the irrational decision, which he follows his heart and he does love, which is what? It's not a robotic function. 
It's unpredictability. It's the human value, which is love and 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 just it's literally love, which is not a which is just the purely human emotion. And what does that result in? It results in him completing his destiny. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's such a profound story. You know what I mean. So it's like, okay. So what? If there's any truth in that, so what do you need to do? Have the best will possible and follow your heart. Mm. It's such a weird thing. Like against robots, what are we but human? You know what I mean? So you should you shouldn't try and be a robot. You shouldn't try and be the smartest. You should try and be the most human you can possibly be. Yeah. That's what I think. Fuck. <laughs> Reminds me of the fucking episode. Uh, this episode in the office, mm. and they're trying to prank Dwight into I like this parallel yeah being the, like they're doing all this matrix shit oh. like they got like the uh, Mr. Smiths and whatnot. oh they fucked him up where they're like trying to trick him yeah yeah, yeah. and like like hacking into his computer and writing like no! this is like, and this is like there sees the Smiths like creeping down to like yeah. where they meet up and old mate's basically reciting sort of and like coming up with a spot as mm. he's like I'm Dorpheus Morpheus's brother you know all this shit and he's still sort of buying it and um Eventually he goes, here's the red pill, here's the blue pill, explains what they are, and he's like, I'll take the blue pill. And they're like, and he's like, what? No, the cool, the red one's the more cool one. Yeah. And he's like, I love what you're doing, but I've just been promoted as manager, I've got a farm, and I've like fallen in love. Like, I really like it here. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, what? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> Sure, that's what that. Oh, bro, if I was put in that predicament, no, no, thanks. Oh, I'm gonna have to fucking kill you. No, um, there's blue ones in there. I copped the pinks, then it there, the blue ones. Okay, fucking, I need a piss. I thought you, you, you offered me the blue ones, but you say they're all right. <laughs> I was saying, like, because I don't think they make blue ones as big. Oh, uh, maybe they do. I never have these enough to know. Oh, shit, you're leaving me alone. I'm always good at this, so I never really stress. People always wig out when they have to talk to the camera. It comes naturally to me, but because there's some deep, there's, there's some deep reasons, there's some predictions. But I don't know, I'm just comfortable with talking to people. It comes with over overcoming this fear that you think that you're a retard and that you're just like this narcissistic asshole, which it takes accepting that you're a narcissistic asshole to talk to a camera to overcome it then to realize hey maybe i'm just not a narcissistic asshole but i also am possibly a narcissistic asshole behind the scenes subconsciously but at that point hey man it comes back to trying to be the most human you can be and just being like hey i'm fucking trying my best if i'm a narcissist i'm sorry because this shit's too complicated to worry about that shit when I kind of know within myself that I'm not, but if I am, I'll wait until later to figure it out. And then when I come back to this and realize I am, I'll let it go. You know what I mean? It's hard. Yeah. Yeah? Don't worry, mate. That's a good one, though. It was a good little fucking solo chat. So, I don't get to be part of it. No, you can <laughs> listen to it if you want. No. You can be you can, the first time no. you, can, you can probably watch the whole podcast <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Um, the only time I watch a podcast is like your solo ones yeah. I'm not even sure if I watched your, your full one in Logano I made another one before you made I left another one. but I deleted it oh no 
Yeah. Because I just, I was like, no, not this one. This isn't the one. <laughs> well, actually, in actual fact, my, my recording stopped and it just didn't show up in my phone. Then when I got back to Australia, it was in my phone. And I was like, I just deleted it. And I was like, I thought That's for weird. a reason, for a reason it didn't show up when yeah. I was there. I'll follow it through. So I was talking about some real deep shit. Some deep shit that I should probably keep private. Probably shouldn't really advertise at all. Mm. But um, what were we talking about? The Matrix. It was it was during that story. Love. Love. Yeah, it was something to do with wigging out, being chosen. It's the Matrix or whatever. But I forgot. Man. Uh, what the red pill, oh, blue yes. pill? Yeah. Nah, all right, I got it. Right, so on my way home, on my way home, I was um. On my way home, I was in a line going to. I was flying to Istanbul, then Singapore, then Sydney, and in the line, this girl, backpacker, she she's walked past me in the line to check in. She's like, "I like your tattoo." I'm like, "Oh, thanks for the compliment. I got it in Amsterdam." She's like, "Oh, cool, cool." I'm like, "All right, whatever." And I fucking do all my shit, and then I. Because I'm unvaccinated, I had to finesse and I had to sit back and sort all this shit out aside next to the line. Mm. And she walked past, she said, are you okay? Right? So she's already just like entering my life. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'll be G. And she walks away and I'm like, all right, cool. So I figure all this shit out and I'm, and I'm, and I'm walking back into like the check-in and I've got like about an hour or half an hour before my flight takes off. And she walks past me and I say hello to her and she doesn't really say anything back. I don't know why. I'm like, all right, whatever. And so then I went and go and get some food. And um, I get like these pork ribs with rice. And I look at this thing and there's this girl who I didn't recognize, draw like writing. And she's got the fucking rabbit tattoo, a, a rabbit outline tattoo on the back of her shoulder. I'm just like, follow the white rabbit. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like Matrix, you know what I mean? I was just like, all right, I'll go fucking... I'll go sit down next to her, you know, just to sauce. You know, I'm like, I've got to ask her about this tattoo. So I go sit down next to this girl. I still didn't recognize who this chick was. And as I finish my meal, I'm sitting there like, I'm going to ask her. I'm going to ask this chick. And I look at her and I go, hey. And she looks at me and it's the girl who was complimenting me about my tattoo. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, are you the, yeah. Like you said, hello, we spoke before. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we have. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, is that tattoo, is that a Matrix reference? She's like, yeah, kind of. It kind of is, but it's also the name of my sister. And I was just like, how many people have come up to you and said, is that a Matrix tattoo? Should I follow you? Like, I would predict, like, if you were a chick with a white rabbit tattoo on your back, mm. or a clear one, it was her skin color, but she was white, I would predict you get some cookers running up to you going, where do I follow you to? You know what I mean? Like, some pretty, like, schizophrenic people. Mm. Somewhat like myself, because I was drawn to the white rabbit. You know what I mean? I couldn't resist. I was like, if this shit is real, I'm an explorer. I gotta suss this white what rabbit. What did she say? She's like, um, no, you're the first person who's ever said anything. I'm like, as if no one said anything to this chick about the white rabbit. <laughs> then I've ended up spoken to her. She wants to be like a biochemist making fucking fake meat. She wants to study in Australia at Monash University. Wait, where was she from? From. Chicago? Oh, no, no, yeah. Illinois or something like that in America. America. Yeah, in America. And I spoke to her for a bit and she was another one of these experiments. And one of the, another, another one of these experiences when you realize this person's way smarter than me. And I was oh, like, shit. oh, yeah, this chick's really smart. 
Um, with you studying to fucking make fake meat. Yeah. And she was telling me I should read primary sources and shit like that. And I was just like, I should read primary sources. You're so smart that you have the ability to tell me I should do that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she's coming from, I read primary sources. I can see you're interested in shit. Read primary sources. Mm. So I'm like, yes, ma'am. I will read primary sources. Yeah. But yeah, I spoke to her. I got an Instagram and I was like, tell me when you're in Australia studying, we should talk more. So hopefully she messaged me. I'll message her if I see she's in Australia to chat because we instantly connected. She was, we, we, we went into a vaccinated, unvaccinated debate within five minutes of meeting her. Fuck. And I was just like, she couldn't crack me. She, I was, I, I thought about this shit, man. Like I eventually, it always comes to, huh? I kind of get it, but I wouldn't do it. I'm like, I understand that you feel that way, but I felt I should not do it. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's just like, it always stems to a hierarchy of values that you, someone just can't agree with because of their own life decisions. And I'm like, fair enough. Mm. I accept it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a good experience. I'm like, all right, so it'd be interesting if this white rabbit returns. And I'm like, you know what I mean? It was so matrixy. I was a vegan. Follow the white rabbit. Wow. Yeah. So I spoke to her for like a couple of hours in Istanbul. She was going on a different plane ages later. It was just interesting to talk to a different person. Like she was so like, uh, I don't know, we were just so different, but it was a smooth conversation. Mm. It was good. That's sick. But it was almost like, you know, when you talk to people and you can tell like they're in some areas, they're talking from a point of recognizing your ignorance to things. Mm. And I could tell like some some topics she could tell, like I just wasn't on her level. Like she'd thought about it a lot more than me. Mm. And she was like coming down to talk with me. Yeah. And that feeling is so like, oh, damn it. I thought I was better than that. I thought I was on a high level here. But I can obviously tell you, you, you've done your research. That's a very good experience. That's humbling. Yeah. And yeah. That's, yeah, that's when you can be like, I'm a good person. I, I swear. I'm trying my best here. And yeah. Yeah, that's when people get pissed off if they got a massive ego. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, that would be a humbling experience. I met a lot of like a lot of physicists. I met a lot of physicists on oh, my fucking shit. travels, and they all went into finance. Every single one of them was a physicist that went into finance. None of them were still studying physics as an academic. Really? Yep. And I'm like, hmm. So you sold your life to money? Why? Wait. So a lot of them. All, all of them except all one guy who was currently studying but he was smart as fuck he's like I could get a PhD or I could go into finance I really don't know like this guy was really confident so I could get a PhD and he also said I could go into finance no he's just like I could go get a PhD and I could maybe study in academia that's probably what I want to do or I could go into finance I'm not sure same as Komen Komen's like I'm going to go into finance he's a physicist you know what I mean all these really smart motherfuckers just go into finance because it's how to make money so essentially, but I, I, I kind of, that's not my path. But again, it's a hierarchy of values. It's not right or wrong. But do I really want to sell all my intelligence to making the, the system of money go around faster? And what's your dividend? Money? Like what life? That, that's vapid. That's a vapid life for me when I'm, that, when, when I'm that intelligence. It's just interesting that they don't have that perspective and they're so smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that my lack of intelligence or is it literally just... Well, I guess they recognize that money makes the world go around so and maybe it's so simple for them to get they fall into 
I'll just go right, get it then if it's that it, easy. Yeah. yeah. Make a good living, fucking do some hobbies on the side maybe, but yeah, go at this job. And maybe they're just maybe they're just satisfied in that type of job. But for me, like that job just seems like literally selling my soul. It it just seems like the most waste of my life. Because mm-hmm. you have to work long hours, you have to work in this corporate system in order to create something that you it's so intangible. Mm. Yeah, man. I don't know. I almost want to look that up. Because how many physicists do you reckon you met? I met around five. Five. And four of them went to uh, yeah. whatever you just said. Finances. Yeah. It's so fucked, bro. Like, I met so many. Like, these motherfuckers were smart. I want to look that up. I want to see if there's actually a statistic that says. Um, I, 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 it must be, is it my ignorance or what is it? Because if I was that smart, I wouldn't go into finance. It just seems like just not the go. It's, it, it just must be a value thing. Let's spell that wrong. Because yeah. don't they look at like the overall direction of like what life is? Like you're going to die and you want to spend your entire life just crunching numbers to make money? To perpetuate what? A financial system? I guess they could appreciate the financial system and find meaning in that, but like I don't know where the meaning is for them. It seems so robotic. Bro. What? Of those who will be graduating with degrees in physics this year, around uh, around a half will go on to uh, further study, doing a PhD uh, is the most popular option perhaps yep. surprisingly of the other half around one fifth will soon be starting work in the financial sector yep. so it's an actual thing it's just not well and I think a lot after the PhD go into finance too you know what I mean like further study then what's after further study how many actually stay yeah because they're good together those careers yeah phys- well yeah if you're a physicist you're just smart as fuck yeah. and therefore you can pretty much do any job yeah, okay, because students learn quantitative analysis and how to handle real-world data and uncertainties. So, yeah. And these just, like, these... Yeah. I just such a... I just... I, I tell them every time I speak to a physicist like that, I'm like, I just don't get how your mind works. Like, I, I just don't get numbers. I don't oh, get the satisfaction yeah. of numbers. Mm. But they just like solving problems and shit like that. I am not that way at all. That's why China is scary. Why's that? Just that if you listen to like kids that are like seven years old and shit over there, they're just like, just like, okay, what's uh, I don't know, four hundred times something yada yada, and then they're like, pause for two seconds. This mm. is the answer. Yeah. And they're just fucking numbers, man. They they fuck me. I don't know. I, Ask me a timetable right now. Uh, seven by fourteen. No, no, seven by eight. Seven by eight. That's a tell fucked you. one. Couldn't fucking tell I you. I can't tell you. I just said I it. would literally have to be like two fourteen, two three. Yeah, bro. It's twenty-eight times two. Twenty-eight times two. Fucking fifty no. Is it sixty-four? Twenty eight no, times two. No. Eight? No. Forty. What was it? Forty eight? No, twenty eight. Times two. Oh, so it's fifty six. Yes. Not sixty, not sixty-six, fifty-six. Mm. I think a lot of it is the just that then was the pressure of trying to get it fast. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if you take, you would have been way faster if you didn't have the pressure on you just mm. then. How do you? Okay, when I if I say to you, yes, twenty-eight, yes, times two, yes. How do you go about it? I go twenty, forty, 
8 plus 8, 16, 56. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just go, yeah. Yeah. I do the exact same thing, yeah. I, but some people, like, they just see it in their head. And it just makes sense. Mm. And But you know what's funny? There's an ego attached to, you can't put numbers together as well as me. Mm. And therefore, you can't think as well as me. It's like, whoa, what are you... So there, there's a pre, there's a pre, there's a preconception that if I could put numbers together really fast, I could therefore think about life better than you, and therefore I have a greater perspective of this reality than you. Is that necessarily true or not? I'm not sure, because I can speak really oh, yeah. well. Fucking Jake Paul versus KSI. Hmm. Uh, sorry, Logan Paul versus KSI. Logan Paul was like, "What's four times the other?" And KSI was like, "What? What do you mean?" And then he's like, oh, you can't do fucking math. And then it became a meme. <laughs> and then people just start typing like KSI's comments or whatnot or he's on his subreddit. Just fucking, what's this? And he's like, shut up, man. Yeah. I'd really like a study to see our cameras off. This happened to fucking me and Matt. No, I accidentally bumped the thing. What? Oh, well, Is that well, a sign It's fucking... done. Yeah, it's done. All right, well. Fuck Ciao, your ass. Thank you.